Full on pod, episode 10. Oh, you didn't do a clap this time. Shit. I hit the table every time, actually. I don't know. Have I clapped before? Yeah. Usually I hit the table. Either way, episode 10. We've made it. Double digit episodes. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. You did a solo cue last episode, man. Yeah, I know. I felt so alone. <laughs> Neither you or Optim was there. I was sitting at my kitchen table at 11 at night eating <laughs> breakfast sandwiches. You're fat. Doing, yeah, I am. No, because I went to Shay's work for, I think I just, I don't know. I feel like I dropped something off. But then I got some sandwiches out of it. And then next thing I knew, I was like, I wasn't going to do the episode. And I was like, nah. I, I gotta do the episode. I gotta do the episode. But, like always, we got more to talk about. It feels like every episode we have like 15,000 more things to talk about. Yeah, it's football season. Yep, it is ramping up. Fellas, we've made it. Tomorrow, first game of the regular season. Bills, Rams, baby. I am so excited. But we are getting into NFL week one in the season opener kickoff. All of that in our next segment. We'll also be talking about college football, what happened in week one, everything that's going to impact week two coming up. And then I'm going to dive into my four spotlight games and two potential upset games of week two in college football. But you already know how it goes. Before we dive into all of the main stuff, a little bit of housekeeping. I got... Quite a few things that I have sent to the podcast Instagram, a.k.a. my notes. So, let's see what we got here. Fuck, I have a lot. We'll shimmy past them then. Huh? We'll shimmy past them. Yeah, it's it's really not, not that big of a deal. I mean, just, just a few things, just a few things. So Russell Wilson got extended. Yeah. Russell Wilson got extended, and it is a five-year, $245 million, $165 million guaranteed. He is the second highest paid QB in the league behind, behind the good upstanding citizen of Deshaun Watson. No. Is it by Patrick Mahomes? No. It is behind, well... Those two make more money over time, but for this year, it is behind the one and only Aaron Rodgers. I thought you were going to say Carson Wentz. <laughs> With his 32 mil? Well, Carson Wentz is, uh, he's, 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 you know, he's, he's around there. He's not, he's, he's on, he's on Russell Wilson's level. Yeah, yeah, totally. yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you finding your spot? Uh, it's kind of tough. This is all the stuff from last week, last week. Okay, Russell Wilson is the start. Okay. Well, other than Russell Wilson getting the bag, too bad for the Titans. Their Pro Bowl pass rusher, Harold Landry, tore his ACL. He is out for the season. So, Titans fans, I'm sorry. That's a pretty big blow. He's really not the best pass rusher in the league, but I mean it's he's... really going to affect their nine and eight record this year, and they're probably going to go down to nine and eight. Yeah, now you only <laughs> now you only have Bud Dupree coming Ooh. off the edge, but the Titans are known to sign veteran pieces to fill holes. Um, there's got to be a veteran pass rusher out there that I just can't think of. Carlos right Dunlap, he just retired. Would he come out of retirement? Yeah. To I play mean, for well, the, the Panthers were pushing towards him. Does, but does he the really? The Seahawks think, were pushing towards him again before he retired. Yeah. Do you, does he really want to come out of retirement to play for the Titans? Does he think the Titans are going to win at all this year? No. No. They I don't were think first so, last man. year. 
Don't forget. Yeah, but they won't be this year. No. Nope. <laughs> uh, another small little piece of news regarding the Titans. The Titans reworked Derrick Henry's contract, gave him a $2 million raise this year. I guess he must have sucked Mike Vrabel off pretty hard the <laughs> night before this happened. Imagine that scene. So he's making $14 million instead of $12 million this year. Okay. He is making a little more money. Uh, big news in the hockey world. Big news for the fella here. Uh, my Dallas Stars have re-signed Otter. Jake Ottinger, our all-star goalie, should have been an all-star, just didn't play all year, to a three-year deal worth $4 million a year, a three-year, $12 million deal. Good it's deal. a bridge deal to see if he's going to be the goalie of the future. He is. I have high hopes, of course. He's only our age, fella. He's only yeah. 23. Yeah, Big. look at you. You're shirtless on my apartment couch. Yeah. And he's making $4 million a year. To yeah. Stay, to literally stay in one spot. Uh, he's got to do the splits. He's got to flip around. He's got to throw himself all over the place. I think I'm pretty happy where I am. My back wouldn't permit it, but very happy about that. Uh, huge Dallas Stars fan. Love Jake Ottinger. He's become a fan favorite in only half of a year. And proved himself worthy, especially in that uh, first-round playoff run against the Calgary Flames, where I'm pretty sure in seven games he only allowed five goals. How did you guys do in that game? I forgot. Oh, wait. Yeah, well, he allowed <laughs> one to get in. That wasn't very nice. Uh, the Eagles claimed Trey Sermon. Really not a huge piece of news, but... Um, they, I, they released Jaquiqui Tart. Yeah, Jaquiski Tart. So they got another... Yeah, I talked about the and I talked about uh, the safety they just got last episode. <laughs> CJ Gardner Johnson, bro, dude. Yeah, that's that's big. I'm scared of the Eagles, man. I hate they're, it. And, they're getting 11 wins this year. Yeah, anywhere between nine and 11 wins. Yeah, somewhere like that. And I like the Trey Sermon signing. They kind of run a backfield by committee, and you know I'm really sad it didn't work for this guy in San Francisco. Uh, he was amazing at Ohio State, and I picked him up in fantasy last year, his rookie year, and he didn't do fuck all for me. So <laughs> let's see if he does something on the Eagles. Um, no, little funny piece of news. Um, oh, Purdue, yeah. Purdue and Penn State played last Thursday. I previewed those games. I hope everybody had a great time watching them. But during that game, a Purdue player caught a touchdown. No, it was a pick six. Oh, yeah, pick, but yeah, still, a pick six. And right after he scored the pick six, he puked all over the field. It was a puke six. A, yeah, the puke six. More uh, silly, goofy news. Rip our fella Poe. Poe, man. Poe po the Ravens mascot tore his ACL. He's out for the season. Are they just not going to have a mascot, or do they replace Poe? Dude, they need they need to have Poe out there in, like, an exaggerated, like, Pee Wee Herman wheelchair. Oh. They need my, to. Bro. It, I mean, it was such big news. John Harbaugh announced that Poe's <laughs> out for the season. He announced at the press conference. That's I just love how he kept the head on. Yeah. While he was on the cart. It's tradition. It's so funny to me. Um... Yeah, so I talked about it in the housekeeping last week. It was getting voted on, but it officially has been voted and passed. Oh. In 2024, we will see the first college football 12-team playoff. Nice. For three years. And I'm kind of torn on this one. I don't know what to think of it because I listened to a podcast. 
I actually listened to who was it? Do you want to see Alabama win over and over? Uh, they're still going to win in the 12-team playoff. That's the thing. I listened. It was on Pardon My Take. The guys on PMT were talking about – they had a college football guest. I forget who it is. He's a college football analyst. But he was basically talking about how even like, you know, this 12-team playoff is going to be beneficial because it's going to get other teams in there and it's going to bring more people watching college football later in the year. But at the same time, these teams stand no chance against – yeah. The top four teams that get. I feel like if you're not in the top four, you're not. Yeah, I'm even say the top three because usually yeah. number four is like gets Cincinnati. slid in. It, they didn't stand a fucking chance. <laughs> okay, and the year that Notre Dame somehow found their way into the playoff. Yeah, that was a disaster and a half too. So you're telling me that West Virginia, if they won the Big no. Twelve, stands a chance against <laughs> Alabama or Ohio State? Be honest. No. 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 And not even Texas does. OU doesn't even stand a chance this year either. If they if, if OU makes the playoff this year, which they're not going to, Texas is. More hockey news. The Canucks signed their star center, JT seven Miller, years. to a seven-year, $56 million contract. JT Miller, the star center, will be yeah. making $8 million a year. I mean, the Canucks, they exist. No, the, the the Canucks actually, I could see them making the playoffs this year. They they're, won't do anything. They're a pretty good team. They're a decent team. I just think, you know, with all the trade rumors that were surrounding JT Miller, obviously the Canucks are showing they're in win-now mode. It was between a rebuild yeah. and win-now, and JT Miller was the piece that was going to decide that. Uh, the guy signs a seven-year deal. He's staying in Vancouver for... Presumably the rest of his career. I think he'll be 34 or 35 by the time this deal is up. Maybe. We'll see. Um, next, this is a... I thought this was pretty interesting. So, Brandon Graham was signing helmets the other day. Uh-huh. Did you see this? No. Brandon Graham was signing helmets at the at the Eagles meet and greet the other day. And on one of them, he, he wrote, Fuck Dallas on the <laughs> On the helmet, I guess a fan requested it, and he actually, he's probably like, shit, I, I do. So he wrote, fuck Dallas. And then on another helmet, this had to be the helmet right after that, he wrote down, Tom Brady is my bitch, fuck Tom Brady, (laughs) fuck the Patriots, strip sack goat. (laughs) There's the picture right there. He actually wrote that on a fan's helmet. And that's, uh, Brandon Graham seems like a real nice, real nice guy. Yeah, real upstanding citizen. Real upstanding like citizen, Brandon. Brandon Graham wins upstanding citizen of the week. <laughs> um, I thought this was kind of interesting. Uh, 18-year-old freshman Braylon Allen scored the longest touchdown in Wisconsin football history. Probably the only touchdown in Wisconsin football history. No. Mel- <laughs> Melvin Gordon went there. Yeah. Monty Ball went there. It was, Jonathan Taylor went there. Yeah. Wisconsin is just RBU. And 18-year-old Braylon Allen put the smack down on Illinois State. It was Illinois State. But still, is <laughs> Braylon Allen the next JT? No. Who knows? He's only 18. He's got a lot yeah. of time. Uh, Cowboys signed 40-year-old Jason Peters. Dude, is it confirmed now? Yeah, it's confirmed. It's confirmed as of a couple days ago. You know what I've noticed about the Eagles, man? Huh. All of their players have, like, NPC names. They kind of do. Brandon Graham. Yeah. Jason Peters. 
Fletcher yeah. Cox. It's like the generic Madden draft yeah. name. Except for Avante Maddox. Yeah. That's a pretty cool name. Well, J.J. Arcega-Whiteside was different. Until yeah. Like, he's a free agent now. Do you think he'll get signed? Dude, oh yeah, he the is. The Seahawks cut him after they traded a yeah. seventh round pick for next year for him. <laughs> he, well, think... they, they, they put him at tight end, too. I could see, like, the Texans are, like... Thinking about, well, he's a tight end now, so he probably has that vertical set, uh, play. Yeah. But, yeah, Cowboys signed veteran tackled 40-year-old Jason Peters, formerly of the Bears and the Eagles. They put him on the practice squad. So, yeah, I don't think he's going to play week one. No. Because he's still getting used to it. He is 40 as well. I mean, the dude looks like he ate, like, five Whoppers. Uh, James Robinson, uh, after tearing his Achilles in late December, week 17, yep. he is making a comeback versus my Washington Commanders this week. He is a full go. So, oh. pretty inspirational there, James Robinson. He went really fast. the Jags record might... It's that takes them up from three and three and fourteen to three and fourteen. It does. <laughs> He's on my fantasy team, so let's hope he does uh-huh. something. Yeah, I picked him up in round fifteen. And Travis all... Etienne. Somebody picked him up in round four. Oh, yeah. So I got James Robinson in round fifteen. I mean, I was like, what? It's some value. I mean, I just needed an extra running back. He was the best one on the board. It was either him or fucking somebody else. I don't know. Uh, I thought this was pretty interesting. More Eagles news. The Eagles released safety Anthony Harris, yeah. who was a pro bowler and an all-pro two seasons ago. Right. And apparently he sucked with the Eagles he, last Real year. bad, yeah. Uh, this could actually, I thought my commanders might as well just take a shot and uh, get him. You guys just need help. Yeah, Bobby McCain is okay. Cam Curl? He's a strong safety. Anthony Harris is a but, free. I mean, Cam Curl? He's a I. <laughs> Yeah, I, he's our, a seventh rounder though. Our backfield is just—that's the thing. Your whole backfield is just mid, <sighs> and people think it's good because of the names on it. Like yeah. people think, people when you hear Cam Curl, you think about his rookie season, right? Which was phenomenal. But then last year he fell off pretty hard. He missed a couple games. Kendall Fuller is washed. I will be the first Commanders fan to say it. Kendall Fuller is a washed nickel corner that we're trying to play as CB1. Yeah. And CB2. William Jackson the third. he had a bad go last year, a couple minor he, injuries. He just signed him. So. Yeah, say, let's hope he could do If he plays well this year, then I'll give him the credit he deserves. You ha- he's on a three-year deal, right? Yeah, he's getting paid 12 and a half a year. Damn. Yeah, so he better step it up. Um, Deion Sanders. Oh. And Shamur Sanders are doing pretty well. Deion Sanders, if y'all did not know, he is Jacksonville State University's coach. This was this is his fourth year as the head coach. Doing really good for the program. Yeah, amazing. His son Shamur is the quarterback. His and son Shamur speaks in the third person. He does. Yeah. Did you not see his interviews? No. He's like Shamur did. Shamur played well to this year. Oh this game. Shamur did I. Well, Shamur definitely did play well this game. 29 for 33, 323 yards and five touchdowns. He opened the game 17 for 17 with three touchdowns in the first half. This was against Florida A&M, a school's rival. Florida A&M also put up 24 points on UNC in week zero. Yeah. They put up three points on Jacksonville State. <laughs> so It's almost yeah. like they have the best defensive player of all time coaching them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a, a coach could really turn things around. They'll probably move to D1 Shout pretty quick. Shout out Matt Rule and Ron Rivera, right? 
This is, once again, housekeeping is just some interesting things that I find from time to time. This one, I, I was going to send it to you, but I'm like, I'm going to save it for the podcast. So, Tom Brady, this is going to be his third season with the Bucks. Right. Okay. Well, he only needs 39 touchdown passes to be the team's all-time leader in touchdown passes. What? Yeah. Well, I want you to think about Bucks quarterbacks yeah. before Tom Brady. Okay. The most notable one is Brad Johnson. And Chris Sims. I think Jameis is up there. Famous Jameis. Oh, yeah. Famous Jameis, too. But then Josh Freeman. Yeah. Before Famous I, I, that's, a, that's what I associate Bucks Yeah, me too. I remember the Josh Freeman was kind of our childhood guy for the Bucks. He only needs 4,872 passing yards to take the number two all-time spot in Bucks history. Dude, just play two more years. And get this is the record. saddest one. He needs ten more wins to have the most wins in Bucks history of any player. Yeah. <laughs> he only needs 10 and he's been this is third year the bucks the people you say it all the time cody remember people when tom brady leaves the bucks are going to be the same poverty franchise yeah. they have always been it's like it's like the saints before drew Brees. yeah literally uh wholesome story here sam hartman the wake forest quarterback was ruled out for the entire season with a blood clot issue in his heart well, he's been cleared to return w. this weekend. And w. Wake Forest is about to start stacking up some more wins. Pissed, I wanted to take Wake Forest over Vanderbilt, but I could only bet on the spread. I wanted to take the money line. If you were to bet. Yeah, I didn't bet on them. Well, I mean, if you were to bet because we live in... What do you mean? I don't bet. I'm just talking about yeah. if I were to take yeah. the bet. Yeah. <laughs> I've already talked about my betting and gambling on the past two episodes. Well, you gamble hot dogs, man. Well, no, yeah, I don't gamble money. I just gamble candy with my coworkers. (laughs) We just bet candy. That's what we do. And, you know, but we have a professional thing going where we take spreads and, you know, over-unders. But we just, we bet Jolly Ranchers and Snickers bars. So, um, Monra St. Brown, the receiver for the Lions, got quite the interesting DM the other day. Oh, dude. See this? So, he posted this on a story. A fan sent him this. Now, this fan took him in, in his fantasy draft. He says, congrats, you have been selected to my fantasy team. With that being said, I want to get some ground rules. We will be perfect in every aspect of the game. You drop a pass, you run what a mile. I? You miss a blocking assignment, you run a mile. You fumble the football, and I will break my foot in your John Brown hind parts, and then you will run a mile. <laughs> Only perfection. <laughs> So, does that, like, Amandra St. Brown didn't seem that mad about that, so does that mean I could, like, message my fantasy players now? I was thinking about it. I might have a few words to say to Hunter Renfro in my other league, okay, because I know he's got other receivers around him, but he still needs to get as many points as he did last year. Hunter Renfro looks like a dad. Yeah, he does. He's our age. He is a dad. So, he's a, he's 26, actually, or 27. He's 27 now. So forty. Yeah, he does. He's balding real bad. Uh, a handsome fella. The Bills agreed to a four-year deal with Dawson Knox. The money details aren't there yet. But I saw a rumor that he's going to be up there in the top four highest paid tight ends yeah, in the league. Yeah. So, yeah, congrats, Dawson Knox. He got the bag. Him and Russell Wilson cashing out. <laughs> Another guy who got the bag. Uh more hockey news. We're kind of flipping back and forth right now. Kirby Doc was traded from Chicago to Montreal. 
at the deadline last year. He wasn't really used much. But he just signed a four-year deal with the Canadians. Canadians coming back to Stanley no, Cup form? No. I don't know. Kirby Doc's a pretty nice young prospect, but I don't think so either. Uh, well, the Patrick Kane trade still hasn't. Well, uh, because they're going to get a first-round pick for Well, him. not just that. Kane and Taves both want to trade out of Chicago. Yeah. I don't think that's happening till the deadline after they see which teams are winning. Yeah. They yeah. don't like Because the rumor is, I was listening to it the other day, is that they're feeling out the new head coach, feeling out the training camp that's about to happen, how things are going to go, and they're probably going to make a decision on if they want to stay in Chicago or not. That's not a good idea. It's not. But, you know, the organization is a great organization. We got more So, who knows? Um, Emmanuel Sanders signed a one-year deal with the Broncos, the Super Bowl you mean, ch- 50 champion. You mean a one-day deal? Oh, yeah. One-day deal. My bad. Super Bowl champion is retiring a Bronco. Okay. Yeah. Don't want to talk about that Super Bowl. <laughs> Dumb Super Bowl. Congrats. Boring as hell. Congrats, Emmanuel Sanders. Congrats. Yeah, it was a boring-ass Super Bowl. Uh, fantasy owners and Jets fans, sorry, it was announced today. Zach Wilson will not start until week four. Versus yeah. the Steelers. Nobody has Zach Wilson on their fantasy team anyways. Yeah, it's Joe Flacco time. Nobody has the Joe Flacco either. Ravens are going to beat the brakes off of him <laughs> this Sunday. I thought this was interesting because your Panthers were on this, and I think it's very possible. Oh, yeah. Will we see a first te- like a first Super Bowl for one of these teams this year between... Bills? Yeah, between the Cardinals, the Falcons. I don't think either of those teams are winning the goddamn Super Bowl. Hell no. The Bills have a chance. The Panthers do not have a chance. (laughs) The Bengals have a chance. The Browns do not have a chance. Do not. The Lions do not. The Texans do not. The Jags don't. The Chargers do. You think the Vikings do? No. I think they're playoff, but... Yeah, I think the Titans have a chance? No. No. So it's really between the Bills and the Chargers. The Chargers have never won a Super Bowl? They've been to one. Oh, they true. lost to the 49ers 49 to 33. Christ. Yep. So, hey, Bills, Chargers, maybe you'll get it done this year and your fan base will love you. Do the Chargers have any fans? <laughs> no. <laughs> UCLA games are just as sad. <laughs> uh, Tim Stutzel got the bag. Tim Poo Poo. The center for the Senators, who's a pretty good young player, got eight years, $66.8 million. That's just about $8.5 million a year. Just think, that's over a little bit over what Patrick Mahomes is making in one year. That, that's not over it at all. That's, that's literally... No, Patrick Mahomes is making $50 million a year. Yeah, this guy's making $8.5 million a year. No, his entire contract. Oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> it's a, a year and a half of what Patrick Mahomes makes in a year. The NHL gets no love. I know. No love. But, you know, congrats, Tim Stutzel. You got the bag. Uh, we're not really diving into that much because it's not hockey season yet. Our last piece of housekeeping, Lerald Fitzgerald, the future Hall of Famer, is joining Monday Night Football's broadcast team. He really suffered with that piss-poor franchise. For his whole all for 18 his, years yeah. of his career. Jesus. 18 years as a receiver. Still good, too. He could probably be a starting number two receiver right now. Yeah. If he wanted to. He should I really wanted him to play for the Vikings because he was their ball boy. Oh yeah. When he was a kid. That would be so his dad was on the coaching staff. That's cool. Yeah. That would be awesome if Larry played for the Vikings. I think he's done playing football though. Uh what if he comes back next year though? He realized how fucking boring broadcasting is. Hey. 
Okay, but like you know, Jason Witten was bad at it, and he didn't like it. Greg Olson is great. At, great. Yeah, at Greg Olson's. Re- I wasn't gonna bring that. Greg Olson's really good. Dude. He did a college game last weekend, and I've heard him a few times during NFL games. He has the voice, dude. He he's very good at broadcasting. I enjoy Greg Olson. So we're about to go into the best segment ever. Oh yeah, that's right. It's and- a shorter one. We'll just do it right now. No, right? no, okay, we have we'll, to dedicate we'll split, it. Okay, and, we'll dedicate a segment. And you're going to name it, man. Okay. Best segment ever. Okay. My conspiracy theory. Okay. Well, we're going to keep it. We've mentioned it before, but it's a little secret for the next five seconds. <laughs> Somebody's hyped up. We might as well just dive right into it. This is a... Uh, well, why don't you go ahead and explain it to him? All right. I have a conspiracy theory about the NFL, and it's rigged. All right. I, I don't know about... I don't know if it's rigged necessarily this way. Oh, really? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Brian? You know, when you're building a company, you want to have a nice face to represent. Yeah. The WWE had Hulk Hogan, uh-huh. John Cena. Not, a, not ugly people. Very yeah. handsome. Inspiring to the youth. Good-looking fellas. Yeah. The NBA, LeBron James, Michael Jordan, you okay. know, good, good, handsome, upstanding individuals. Okay. They're really good at the craft. Well, the NFL is no different. If you are a handsome man okay. and you play the quarterback position, okay. not only will you get more publicity, but you are also a better player in the NFL. Okay. Let me give you some examples. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let's start off and tell me if you disagree. We're going to talk about some handsome men <laughs> for a yeah, second. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tom Brady. Yep. Devilishly great. handsome. Yeah, great looking guy. You know who was devilishly handsome before Tom Brady? Joe Montana. Yeah, good looking guy. Troy Aikman. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is a handsome fella before when he's got the, When he's got a short hair. Yeah. Looks like a rat sometimes. You know who else gets a lot of publicity, but it really wasn't that good? Dan Marino. Okay. What do you mean wasn't that good? He just never won a Super Bowl. Dude set all the records. For the time. They got beaten. Well, yeah, but uh, at the time. Who You know who else? John Elway. Really yeah. good looking dude. Yeah. Johnny Unitas. Good looking fella. Yeah. Steve Young. Really good looking fella. Yeah. Roger Staubach from the few photos we have. Really good looking fella. Terry Bradshaw. Good looking fella. Uh, Hold on a minute. T- Terry Bradshaw? He's been balding his whole life. He's been bald his whole life. Doesn't mean he wasn't ugly. He had the facial structure of a god. His jawline could cut a table in half. He had a belly. So? Come on, you have to take Terry Bradshaw off that list. Okay, you know fine, he, fine. You know he's not a... Okay, but we're going to get to that after you list a couple. So, there have okay. been only... Me, bit, which I will back Cody up. I'm not disagreeing with him on this conspiracy. It's very true when you think about it. There have only been a select few... Borderline, ugly, yeah. not good-looking fellas. Peyton Manning. Well, we're going to get into yeah. that. We're going to get it. So, another really good-looking dude, Russell Wilson. Yeah. I'd argue he's a good-looking dude, but he has his flaws, Drew Brees. He's not a bad-looking guy. He's just kind of... Yeah. Um, and Jim Kelly, good-looking guy. Yeah. Kurt Warner, dah. It's <laughs> <laughs> getting a little gay now. <laughs> This whole segment is this is this segment reaches out to our gay audience. <laughs> but all of these people 
really good best quarterbacks ever. Yeah. And they're all handsome. Now, let me let me present to you, and this is just pure coincidence. I just I just decided to list out the backups currently in the NFL. Okay. Tell me if any of them are attractive in any way, shape, or form. Okay. Jacoby Brissett. Case Keenum. Colt McCoy. Nick Foles. Ugh. Tyrod Taylor. Ugh. Teddy Bridgewater. Ugly ass. Oh, yeah. Brian Hoyer. Uh, okay, Brian Hoyer, just because he's bald, he's not that good looking. No, he, he looks like a Pez dispenser. <laughs> um, uh, Andy Dalton. Ugh. Taysom, uh, no, Taysom Hill's a tight end, but it just has it listed here. Yeah. Uh, Tyler Huntley. Oof. Uh, see, these... And Taylor Heineke is not a very good-looking fella either. No, <laughs> he, but he has a cool name, and I would never diss yeah, Taylor Yeah, no, Heineke. Taylor Heineke the GOAT. So, I'm I'm just thinking about all of those players who are just currently backups, and... Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold! Yeah. <laughs> Mike Glennon. There's, there's only one good-looking backup in the Jimmy league. Jimmy G? Yeah, te- technically, but he yeah. was a starter. Well, Chase Daniel ain't a bad-looking fella okay. either. He's okay. He's not terrible. I mean, I'm sure there are other bad... You, but y'all get the point. Y'all get so, the point. With a few minor exceptions, this conspiracy runs avidly true throughout pretty much the history of the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty it, much. Like, Peyton Manning, not really a good-looking dude. Okay, now this is what I want to get into now. I came up with a little list in my head on my own of a couple QBs that have been pretty good. Okay. But they weren't the best looking guys. Okay. Okay. And Peyton Manning is obviously the most famous one. You can land a plane on his forehead. Yeah. Okay. Eli Manning. Uh, he's mean. Like, I, he's a good looking dude. But, but he's still a Manning brother. He's ugly yeah. as shit. Yeah. Okay. He looks like a horse. Arch Manning, different story. That's why I think he's going to be elite. Motherfucker's 17. You, you know what I I said about Justin Herbert coming into the league? I said this guy was going to be the future. He, he kind of looked weird sometimes. And, though. No, he doesn't. That is a good-looking dude. He looks weird. So, so when, he, when he got drafted, I said this was going to be the best quarterback in the class. You remember you called me crazy. You're like, no, Joe Burrow is. And I, I, I still like, think Joe Burrow. Well, man, they, well, I I think, like, they're like the same. They, they are both handsome devils. And notice, they're the best, too. You want to ask about where where's Josh Rosen now? Not That's same, not, not same different, same or different draft class, but still. Yeah, very true. I, wh- where is he? Yeah, so, he was the same draft class as Baker, Baker. Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Josh Allen, good looking yeah. dude. Baker, good looking dude. There's only one guy in that draft class who also See, goes on my list of quarterbacks so, that are good so, but not super handsome. Well, Lamar. I, I'm gonna say about Lamar. Oh my, he's falling off. He's never going to have a season like he did that one. Oh, yeah, 2019. He's never going to have a season like that. The defense have figured him out. It's the same thing every single time with mobile quarterbacks. Yeah. Defenses will figure them out. Yeah. But I'm not done with my list. All right. Terry Bradshaw. I don't know why you put him on your fucking list. He just has good facial structure. But the dude has been balding since he was 22. So you're going to say Hunter Renfro ugly? Yeah. You're going to say you ugly? No. I'm a good-looking guy, and I know it. But um, what's his name? Yeah, Terry Bradshaw. He's got a, He has had a beer gut his whole career. Hey, I think that's fashionable. No, dad bod. Let's be honest. Uh, a couple of these quarterbacks have kept in shape. Most of these guys have kept yeah. in shape. Kurt Warner. Yeah. Okay. And let's talk about the most prominent example 
on my list. Okay. Ben Roethlisberger. Ah, oh, yeah. That is a fat ass son of a bitch. That is an ugly motherfucker. A fat motherfucker who looked... When he was young... Okay, Ben Roethlisberger legit went from a teenager playing Halo 3 in his basement. (laughs) That's what he looked like at the beginning of his career. Okay, to looking like an absolute father who (laughs) did not keep in shape and ate hot dogs daily. He probably did. He probably did. Oh, 100% he did. Okay, and I, I swear. So those oh, are the, I got another one. Okay. Phil Simms. Uh, not would, a good I, looking guy. I wouldn't consider him top quarterback of all time, though. He's top 20 quarterback of all time, and you know it. You know it. Top 25, maybe? It, he, but still, that's, that's out of all the I NFL's mean, history. Top so, 25. He so is not a good are, looking guy. So those are four good examples of it's the five. top. Five good examples of the top. Six, if you 50, include Lamar. Top of the top 50 oh, okay, okay, okay. quarterbacks. Yeah. Ever in the NFL. No, I'm not trying to disprove. I'm just saying there are some on there. Okay? There are some on there. I mean, are you going to sit here and tell me... Philip uh, Rivers? I mean, he just, he's just mid. He's like he's like Eli Manning. Yeah. He's not ugly, but he's kind not... Kind of weird-looking guys. Weird-looking guys. So, I'm just saying, that's a weird conspiracy theory. It is. It is. That Of the top 50 quarterbacks of all time. Yeah, pretty much all of them are like... But then, then that also goes into the topic of, like, rich people are able to look nice. I mean, yeah. But at the same time, do NFL quarterbacks really try that hard to groom themselves? No. At least back in the day, they did. I mean, maybe Tom Brady's plastic surgery, but... Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. What is up with Tom Brady right now, dude? I don't. Nobody Plastic does. surgery. Rumor is he's getting a divorce. I, like, do you really care if he's going to throw for four thousand at forty-five years old? Well, here's the thing. I think I said this two episodes ago when we were talking about it. if he gets a divorce, he's got more time for football. <gasps> he ain't leaving <laughs> if he gets divorced. Okay. Fuck them kids. <laughs> yeah, he ain't leaving the Bucks if he gets divorced, bro. Yeah, that's not happening. It, it 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 could go one of two ways this year. Tom Brady falls off because he's depressed, or Tom Brady channels those feelings, dude, and throws for six thousand. You think yards. Tom Brady breaks George Blanda's record of what? George Blanda retired. Oh yeah, yeah. When retired he was fifty-one. One, no, he retired one month before his forty-ninth birthday. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Do you think yeah. he beats it? Well, George Blanda was also a kicker. Yeah, he was a kicker at the end of it, but he started a game at forty-seven years old. Yeah. He came in as the third-string quarterback for the Raiders. Yep. Who? If Tom Brady gets divorced, I'm calling it. He he plays two more years. Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah, if he gets divorced. Do you think he plays until he gets bad, or do you think he retires while he's still still at his peak? If he gets divorced, he plays until he gets bad. (laughs) Because that's all he has to do, you know? And I, I think if everything goes well, this is his last season. Do you think Tom Brady knows he's the best of all time? Yes. Like, undoubtedly. 100%. Like, I remember there was questions about it, and then he went and won a Super Bowl with the fucking Buccaneers. Oh, he, no, he 100% Every, Everybody knows. shut up, and they're like, he's not a system. Well, it's, I think it's so funny that literally, like, and I'm going to call Sam out on this one. Sam, I know you're going to listen to this episode. For years and years, you kept saying, oh, Tom is... He's done, man. He's done. Look at him. He doesn't look the same as he has. And then Sam even tried arguing with me his first year with the Bucks. Well, look at how many picks he's thrown. Well, yeah, Sam, that's kind of what happens when you go into a new system after 20 years. You're going to throw yeah. a couple more picks. The motherfucker still almost threw for 5,000 yards and over 35 tons. Yeah. All right? And won a Super Bowl. 
And don't you dare anybody say Tom Brady isn't the reason they won that Super Bowl. You're stupid. People have said, oh, well, their defense was getting better. Oh, well, their weapons were there. So you're telling me if you put Ryan Tannehill on that team, they would have won a Super Bowl. No. No. Okay. If they've, you put, they've had Mike Evans for eight years, and he didn't do shit. They had Chris Godwin and Mike no, Evans. No, don't say he time. didn't do shit. He didn't Well, play. I mean, he didn't win anything. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So they had Chris Godwin. Yeah. As well. Yep. And all it took was the best quarterback of all time. Yeah. You know, I don't think anything less than Tom Brady would have won them a Super Bowl. Nope. And he is single-handedly the reason the Bucks won that Super Bowl. He came there, and the team got way better. I mean, he replaced famous Jameis. I think that's quite the upgrade. I mean, J- Jameis went through for 5,000 yards the year. He threw for 30 interceptions. 33 interceptions. Fuck. 30, no, 30. 33 and 30 touchdowns. Christ. Yeah. And fifty-one hundred yards. He has a starting job in the NFL. Well, the Saints hopefully can clean him up a little bit. But yeah, that was a uh, that was Cody's little conspiracy theory there. Uh, I'm makes, just saying, prove me wrong. It makes a lot of sense. You can't really prove you wrong, bro. I I, I agree with it. I agree with it. Other than the you're gonna tell me things. Nathan Peterman is a better looking guy. Than... No. He looks like Stuart Little. <laughs> the five examples that I named are probably the only five on there that are just... The only exceptions, I mean. Yeah. I mean, Big Ben is an ugly son of a bitch. Dude. He's ugly. He is man. not a good look. We're probably insulting half of the NFL's fan base right yeah, now. Yeah, whatever. They look like Big Ben. <laughs> I'm going to look like Big Ben in my yeah. <laughs> So. Oh, well. Well, I hope you all enjoyed it. We got some NFL coming at you next. We got the Rangers-Astros game on right now. For some reason, you're a Rangers fan. I like the Rangers, bro. They're my team. I just couldn't give a shit about them. Yeah, whatever, bro. I'm a baseball guy now. I talked about this on the last episode. You're so dumb. I like it, bro. It's nice. And soon, like, it's going to get tough for me. It's going to be nice, but it's going to get tough because in October, I'm going to have football, hockey, and baseball all on at the same time. Look Look how crowded your Rangers stadium is. Whatever, bro. There's more orange than there is blue. Don't care. Oh, no, this is at the Astros Stadium. It's Minute Maid Park. Is it? Yeah, it's at the Astros. It's in Houston. Man, I've been there. Did he get that? No, he didn't. Okay. Nice. I don't care. All right. Well, let's eat on up about baseball. Nobody on this podcast wants to hear about it until next year when I start talking about it. We'll probably talk about the World Series a little bit. I don't. We don't give a shit. Let's get into some NFL action. Like I said, boys, we're here. Week one, NFL kickoff. God bless. We've waited so long. I'm going to bust. But we're going to go over these games. We're going to give each of us just give our predictions. You know, what the score is going to be, what's going to happen. they did so good for this Thursday night football. Dude, they did really good for week one. Honestly, like the games are pretty stacked. Which, in past years, some of the games have been kind of shit. But Thursday night, tomorrow night, none other than Bills, the Super Bowl champions of this year, facing (laughs) the reigning Super Bowl champions, the Los Angeles Rams, at SoFi Stadium in L.A. Bills. You have the Bills? I do. I have the Rams. I have the Bills. What's the score? Score prediction. Just throw it out there. Throw it out there. I'm going to say... 35 to 27. 
Okay. High scoring, high action, great start. To Mine's the pretty close. I was going to say 31-27 Rams. Okay. Okay. Matt Stafford apparently is a little banged up coming into this game. I think Cam Akers comes out there, comes back. Dude, I think and, Cam Akers is the best. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, but I think he's he does the job when he needs to this game. I think Cam Akers rushes for over 100 yards against this Bills defense. Damn. Yeah. I, I think it's Von gonna, Miller's not going to stop him. I don't think. I don't think so, man. I think it's going to be a pretty good game for the Rams. I think they're going to come out swinging and show that you know they're still the reigning champs. That's just how I think it's going to go. Now, could it go the other way? Obviously, yeah. These are arguably yeah. the two best teams in the NFL right now. Turn off your low battery, man. Yeah, I know. I don't know why the fuck it's doing that. You haven't set up your control panel on this shit, man. Hell no. You got to go to your settings. Yeah, no, I got it. Then you got to look at battery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, boom. There, we're good. That was my bad. All right. Steelers Bengals in Cincy. You know what? I'm going to call the Steelers. Me too. What the? Yep. That's, I was going to call it too. I think Steelers in a really close game. So here's my thoughts on it. Okay. Steelers have a mid offense. Yeah. And an amazing defense. The Bengals have an amazing offense and a mid-defense. Right. They're going to counteract each other. Right. You know, I think the game is going to be closer than a lot of people think. The Steelers are also still a good team. Okay? I think they might even be somewhat of a better team. I don't think they're that great. I think they're on the same level as the Commanders and Panthers. Mm, I think they're just slightly ever so better. I think they're slightly ever so worse because the Panthers and the Commanders, we have... They're better than the Commanders. Well, we're we going to get to your team in a We second. have receivers, both yeah. of our teams. We both have hey, equal O-lines. Don't knock the Steelers. Chase Claypool is decent. George Pickens adds a whole other layer Dude, yeah, of receiver. George, yeah, true, true. George okay. Pickens. And Deontay Johnson is a great deep threat. Yeah. Like, I think the Steelers... But there's no, like, solidified wide receiver. Well, one. they have a guy who could pick up first downs and Pat Frymuth. Yeah. I think the Steelers are just ever so better than people are giving them credit for. I think people see Mitch Trubisky at quarterback and they get a little turned off. But I think the Steelers are a little better. I, I think they win against the Bengals because there's got to be some upsets. Exactly. That's, that's one of the upsets I think is going to happen. Um, we have Eagles at Lions. Oh, boy. Eagles are going to get 11 wins minimum this year. All that uh, hard knocks filming is going to be for nothing when the Lions lose uh, – I'm going to say 28 to 10. Yeah. That, I, honestly, that's like the exact yeah. number I was thinking. Oh, score for the Steelers-Bengals game. Ooh. I'm going to call it low scoring. I'm going to say 24 to 21. Yeah. Well, I was going to say like 21 to 14. Uh, I don't know. I or think 24 the, to the Bengals will at least put up three touchdowns. Maybe. We'll see. But, yeah. They have uh, the best receiving core in the league. Yeah. The Eagles are going to shit all over the Lions. I say 28-10. I think Jalen Hurts gets a rushing touchdown and two passing touchdowns. I'm a big Jalen Hurts guy. You know that. Yeah. I think Jalen Hurts balls out this game, dude. Yeah. Jalen Hurts is kind of, I'm going to say it, he's kind of a dark horse MVP candidate. The big unit. <laughs> I think Jalen Hurts is kind of a dark horse MVP I think Kirk candidate. Cousins is a dark horse Yeah, me MVP. too. Yeah. But it's Kirk Cousins. Yeah, true. So, Can you imagine if he won the MVP after you guys? Just... I'm, no, hey, he deserves all the best. Okay, the Vikings are a better team. Like he, yeah. he deserves it. Forty uh, Niners and Bears in Chicago. I could not give a shit about this shit storm of a game. I could kind of give a shit because this is Trey Lance's first official real NFL. I think Trey start. Lance is mid as fuck. That's what I'm saying. 
It's against the Bears. What if he if he plays bad? We kind of know what we're in for. He's a he's an ugly quarterback. <laughs> he's an ugly dude. He's Going a, back to my theory, he's ugly. Yeah. Score predictions for this one? I think this one's gonna be ugly. I think the 49ers win it in an ugly, ugly like I'm talking like defensive game. Dude, I'm I'm thinking like 17-14 or maybe yeah. even like 14 to 13 or something. Yeah. It's just gonna be a ground and pound game. Run, and, a lot of running. David Montgomery's yeah. gonna put up points. Mm-hmm. So if you got any Bears or 49ers backs, start them. Yeah. It's gonna be a in the trenches type of game, in our opinion. Uh, Patriots Dolphins. I'm actually excited for this game. It's in Miami. I think Miami wins it Same. by ten points. No, I think Miami squeaks it out. Really? Yeah. It's usually pretty. Well, close you're to you're a two a believer. I'm, I'm a I'm a Dolphins believer. I'm really yeah. high on the Dolphins this year. I mean, really high. I'm not. I think the Dolphins are going to be a wild card team solely Maybe. because they play with the Bills. Maybe in the same division. Well, I think I have as much trust in the Dolphins as I do Tua's left arm. So, not well, much. Hey, that left arm is about to give you a whole lot more reasons to trust it. Dude, it's can you imagine get... if Patrick Mahomes had that lineup of wide receivers? Yeah, well, this to his left arm is about to give you 30-plus reasons to trust it this year because that's how many touchdowns <laughs> he's throwing, okay? I promise. Hey, and I think this year, Patriots don't make playoffs. I said it. Ooh. I think this Bill Belichick's last year. I think he's oh, going to re- retire? No. I think he's not going to make the playoffs. I think he's done. He's almost on the wrong side of 70. Yeah. Okay. And I think he's just, he's, you know, the well, glory. he's already 72. No, he's not. He's 69 right now. Nice. Yeah. It's the wrong, you know, it's, the things are, you know, the Patriots always have a good team. They always have at least a good team. Well, they have team. the best head coach of all time. Exactly. But things are going downhill for the Patriots, in my opinion. And I just think that the Dolphins and the Bills are really good now. And my final score prediction for this one, I'm going to say... You're you're also discounting the Dolphins' lackluster defense. I'm going to say it's going to be 34-24. I mean, I think it's going to be high scoring, and the mean, but not like too high. I think it's going to be like 28-24. I think it's going to be close. Okay, okay. All right, Browns and Panthers. And I want to say something about your Panthers real quick, okay? I, I know we was freaking out earlier today over our text conversation. <laughs> But I will say, people are not. I I, I kind of I, I I took a second to sit back at work today and really think about it. People aren't giving the Panthers enough enough credit. Yeah, he okay. says it. Baker Mayfield, assuming he plays good or decent, the team could have nine wins. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay, say. and the team maybe even ten wins. Uh, maybe, a, maybe that's the ceiling. Schedule. That's the yeah, that's the thing. But. Coming off of last year with the number two defense in the league, pretty much keeping all of those starters and just adding just, Baker Mayfield. Well, we lost Stephon Gilmore and Hassan Reddick. But Stephon Gilmore was a mid-season addition. But still, yeah. but still, yeah. but still. And losing Hassan Reddick is going to sting. But hopefully, but we we have. Uh, he was projected in the first round. I'll say, hopefully, your turn, yeah. Gross Matos can take the step up that he needs. When we drafted him, we drafted him early second because he was a projected mid first yeah. rounder. The only thing that the only thing that dropped him was nothing else but behavior issues. Yeah, because him and Micah Parsons dipped their nuts in oh. his face. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. allegedly, but. They did that, and that's the only reason why he fell. So, with that being said, y- y'all fuck the Browns. Yeah, like 34 to 10. It's going to be... It, I have 28 to 10. I don't know if he'll score 30 points. 
I, but, I, I believe in Baker, and well, yeah. you have to remember, we have Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, this is CMC yeah. coming back, and it's against uh, a good defense, but yeah. not an amazing defense. Not an okay. amazing, like... I Decent guess. secondary, great well, D-line. Well, Greedy Williams is amazing. Denzel Ward is amazing. Uh Kermoa versus Christian McCaffrey is going to be a matchup to watch. Yeah, I forgot about Joke. He's a great yeah. player. And but, then Miles Garrett versus Akeem Aquanu. Yeah, it's. It, I think it's gonna, it, it's gonna be the highlight of the entire game. Will be the Panthers on offense, the Browns on defense. Yeah, and I'm actually going to say it's gonna be 28 to 14. The Browns score one defensive touchdown. Oh, okay. Yeah, I and think people are gonna call Baker a bust. It, no, I don't think it's gonna be that bad. It's the whole talk about oh, CMC is gonna carry Baker now. That whole thing is gonna start coming. Oh yeah, it, it, and then but then Baker I think is gonna start tossing him the more the year goes on. I mean he like I'm not a big Robbie Anderson guy. Yeah, I love him as a person because he's mm-hmm. just not there. Yeah, um, <laughs> go follow him on Twitter. So funny. <laughs> know what I'm saying. Um, but I just, I'm just not a big Robbie Anderson guy. Yeah. So I will be a Panthers truther and say we don't really have a solidified wide receiver too. Yeah. That is as good as most teams. Yeah. We have DJ Moore, who I would argue is top 15. Hell, there could be arguments to be made that he's top 10. Well, I think Shai Smith takes a jump this year. Dude, holy fuck. Do you know how big I – you remember how big I was on Shai Smith? Yeah, and he had a great camp and, and a great I, preseason. I was telling you he's like – he had the exact same route as uh, Tyreek Hill. Yeah. The reason why Tyreek Hill fell – Shy Smith fell. Yeah. Like, they had the talent of a first-rounder, but they fell for kind of... Route un- running and, issues. Yeah, and, route running yeah, in- yeah. issues and things that can be coached. Yeah. Problem is, we have a shit coach. But preseason after preseason, Shy Smith has proven to be, like, wide receiver one caliber yep. Yep. in the preseason. So Pan- uh, Panthers take this game pretty pretty high scoring over the Browns. Yeah. Um, Jacoby Brissett. A game I really could give less of a fuck about. Colts, Texans, and Houston. Uh, <laughs> I Matt Ryan. Um, this is so. This is another game like the 49ers Bears game. Uh, the only people watching it is people in Indianapolis and people in Houston and Jonathan Taylor fans. Uh, <laughs> if you got Jonathan Taylor on your fantasy, well, you got a pretty good week one. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say it. I think Jonathan Taylor rushes for over 150 yards and two touchdowns. You, you, uh, the group chat was talking about, the fantasy group chat was oh, talking yeah. about their three corners. And I'm like, oh, yeah, Stingley. And I'm like, wait, who are these other two? And I had to Google them. One of them actually had a good preseason. I forget his name. I mean, but, preseason is preseason. Yeah. Well, I also like Jalen Petrie, the, their new safety yeah. out of Baylor. But let's be honest, this Texans defense is nowhere near where it needs to be. No. And the Colts are about to... I, Matt I, Ryan, Jonathan Taylor. I, I still think it's it, this game is going to be fourteen to three. Yeah, dude, fourteen to six. You know what? Maybe. You know what I'm going to call it? Huh. I'm going to call it nine to three. No, Jonathan Taylor is going to score. I agree. He's a scoring. He is. And then there's going to be a safety. Oh my god! I yep. think he gets two touchdowns. I think Jonathan Taylor is going to score one, and I uh. think it's going to be a receiving one. Okay, okay, like off a screen or something? Yeah. Or just, yeah swing. It's going to be a receiving touchdown, and then there's going to be a safety. This is, okay. So next game, I actually, so call me crazy, but I just think within this division, it's usually like this. This is a game I have actually being closer than people expect. Saints versus Falcons in Atlanta. Now, the Saints, I, I, I've also changed my opinion on the Saints. I think the Saints are a pretty good team. Yeah. You actually look, the Saints have a chance at being a wild card team, I don't know if they will, but they have the chance. And 
The Falcons are bad. <laughs> they're bad. But they're, in my opinion, they're the best bad team in the NFL. You think Alameda Zacchaeus is the answer for them? Marcus Mariota and, Mar- Marcus and Mariota? Cordero Patterson will do something. They just have so Imagine many- saying that two years ago. <laughs> they just have, like, dynamic players. And I think, like, that, like, and Kyle Pitts is their best offensive player. Let's be honest. He, Kyle Pitts is their best player. Yeah, that's sad. <laughs> but, but the thing is, I think the Falcons can put up a decent amount of points. I think this game is going to be a 17-14 game. I think this game is going to be like a 24-30. And the reason I think but the reason I think the Saints only win by a small amount is I think Jameis and the offense have a little bit of struggles well, to start the year. I think so I think Michael Thomas like falls off a fucking cliff. I think he actually will have a decent comeback uh, season. But Not an amazing you know, one. You know who I think is going to win rookie of the year? Rookie, okay, who? Chris Olave. Really? Yeah. Okay, okay. Big like Chris Olave guy. Yeah, well, he's got famous Jameis darting it to him, and he's got the speed. Yeah. So, I, I think this is a pretty, you know, this game will be closer than people expect. Yep. In my opinion. Um, the next one, Ravens in New York playing the Jets at MetLife. Do you um, care? I mean, I have Jolly Ranchers writing on it, <laughs> so I kind of oh, care yeah, in, that, in that aspect. But, um... I think the Ravens, I, you know, I'm just at thir- 35 to 10. The, uh, Joe Flacco's starting. And don't you dare say it's a Joe Flacco revenge, revenge game. Re- re- revenge game. What, what, what revenge is Joe Flacco getting? Okay. <laughs> he, he doesn't, you know, it's not going to um, I, th- I think my record prediction for this one, I think the Saints win the first, the other one. I think this one, I think Lamar rushes for 100. Yeah. I yeah. think that... The, if you got Lamar on fantasy, start him. I, well, yeah, no shit. Uh, I, but I think Sauce Gardner-Johnson doesn't allow a catch. I also think on the Jet side of things, Garrett Wilson gets the only touchdown. Yeah, I'd see that. A back shoulder fade from Flacco. On the only drive, they get close to that. I, I, see, I see the Ravens kind of choking, though. I think it's going to be a 20-10 to 10 win Ravens. I mean, as long as they cover the Jolly Rancher spread of seven, I'm fine. But, you know, oh, yeah, the Airhead spread? Yeah, the air the Airhead spread. Yeah, as long as they cover the Airhead spread, I'm cool. Um, Jags versus my commander. Dude, I do not give a shit about this game. I honestly, as the only reason I give a shit about this game <laughs> is because it's my commanders. That is the only reason. But... And I'm actually, I'm not going to lie to you, bro. The Jaguars are going to win. Uh, no, the <laughs> Commanders are going to win, but I'm scared. I'm actually kind of scared. And that <laughs> doesn't make me feel good that I'm starting the season being afraid of the Jags. But I think we win 14-10 to 10 or 17-10. to 10. I think our offense is going to struggle hard in the first four weeks. I have a question. Huh? What happens if you guys lose? You won't hear from me for a little bit. <laughs> I'm going to go off the grid. If you lose to the Jags. Then I wouldn't be surprised if we lose to the Texans in a couple weeks, dude. I, I wouldn't be. This is going to be so embarrassing if we lose to the Jags. But I will say this. To give the Jags some credit, they got a decent head coach who's won a Super Bowl. Is very good with quarterbacks. Hey, Nick Saban was really good. No. <laughs> you know, he's good with quarterbacks. Young quarterbacks specifically. Um, you know, they added some more weapons. 
Evan Ingram, we'll see how that works. No. <laughs> Travis Etienne is back. They uh, they pay top dollar for mid. And they're they they're yeah. literally like the freshman who pays fifteen dollars for weed. Yeah, we'll we'll see how this game goes. Uh I'm I'm not ready. Oh yeah, it's fucking storming now, huh? Yeah. Oh boy. Boom boom. Yeah, I gotta drive home in that after this, but whatever. Commander's fourteen ten. Oh, I I, th- I definitely see it being an uncomfortable like. It's gonna game. be a shit game. Like I'm thinking like twenty one to seventeen, like boring. Yeah, I, I think it's gonna be like just a boring walk. Because keep in mind, you still have Carson Wentz at quarter. It's it's not gonna be an. Exciting you know you know what the touchdowns are gonna be. They're gonna be like one yard line, like yeah, like pound ins, like or like stretch or something. Yeah. Okay. This is my personal game of the week, Dude, yeah. even over the Bills and Rams. Packers in Minnesota playing the Vikings. I think the Vikings win. Yeah, me too. Me mm-hmm. too. Dude, I think the Vikings win 32-31. to 31. Oh, you think it's the game of the week? Dude, type. I think it's going to be... So, it's think, always good when these two play each other. Yeah. Recently. I think... I think the Vikings win handedly. Like, 32-17. to 17. Holy shit. Dude, you just can't count out Aaron Rodgers, though. Like you, can't. But you can count out his receivers. Yeah. Versus the Vikings receivers. It's Well, of course. Yeah, the yeah. talent is there for Minnesota. But I just think Aaron Rodgers is that man, bro. He's that good. Yeah, he's he's that, that, that good. He's that guy, pal. He is, bro. And that's, I don't know. It's going to be very close, in my opinion. Um, game of the week for me. Uh, I would not cover the airhead spread on this. Mm-hmm. It's only one and a half. And... That's scary. Now, I know the Panthers are going to do that, but I don't know about the Vikes. You know, it's, it's nice feeling comfortable going into week one. Yeah. You remember when you said the Commanders would finish with a better record than the Panthers? Like two podcasts ago? Yeah, who knows, dude. <laughs> now you're scared of the Jags. So this game is supposedly supposed to be pretty close. Uh, Giants and Titans. Titans win. In Tennessee. Well, yeah, no shit. Damn. The f- it sounds like Chicago. Yeah, it does. You dick! It's, no! You, you can reattach, bro. You can reattach it. No, you can't! No, you can. We'll take care of it after this. Man. I just broke the, the blind, the window shade. Man, but, now there's two missing together! No, look, we'll get it back. Hold man, on. people are going to be looking at me, man. Whatever, okay. Giants, Titans, I think, uh, once again, boring game. Yeah. Derek, I'm going to say Derrick Henry rushes for less than 100 yards. I'm going to say Derrick Henry rushes for 200. No, Giants defense is pretty good. That's the only no, they're thing, not. That's the only thing good about the team. Their best player was Blake Martinez, and he fucking sucked, so they released him. <laughs> he, I hope he gets signed by the Commanders, bro. He'd be well, a good addition. I mean, yeah, the Commanders are known for adding mid. <laughs> I, I just don't think this is going to be a fun game. This is going to be a pretty boring game. I'm going to say Titans... 24 to 14. I dis- yeah, I'd agree. Spot yeah, on. it's just whatever. Uh, another great game, Raiders Chargers. I feel like I've watched nine Raiders games this year. Through the yeah, with pre-season. the preseason. We've had a fuck enough of the Raiders. But this is going to be their starters. And goddamn, dude, I can't. I'm so, Derek Carr. I'm so high on the Raiders. I'm so high on the Chargers. I love the Chargers. I'm so high on both teams. I think the Raiders are the Vikings of the AFC. Yeah. That's how good I well, think. Well, no shit. That's, like, that's who everybody's comparing They're, like, to. comparable. The exact same teams. I think this is going to be a close, high-scoring game. I'm going to say 41-38. to 38. You think the Chargers' defense is going to allow that? Dude, 
Derwin James, Asante Samuel. Yeah, Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro. They all have I, something to say about it, bro. Dude, I, I'm so high on the Chargers. I, I think Asante Samuel is the best cornerback from the class, better than Patrick Sertain. I forget about Horn. him all the time. Dude, Asante Samuel, he was one of those dudes that I called before the draft for no reason at all. I think he's going to be an elite. Love his dad. Yeah. His dad is amazing. So, Should be in the hall. I think the Chargers win 35-28. to 28. I th- either way, it's going to be high scoring, bro. It's going to yeah. be so high scoring. I think that's another game. I'm, is that on at the same time as the Packers? Not, we we going to have to be switching back and forth Man, between those on Sunday. Red zone. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Nice. Seven hours of commercial free football. I can't wait, bro. But uh, Chiefs Cardinals, what do you think about this one? Dude, bro? I think the Cardinals are going to like fall off hard. Like, Me I'm, too. No, I'm talking like six win season. I'd say six, seven wins. DeAndre like Hopkins is suspended for the first six games. Yeah, dude, dude, the Cardinals. I just don't think that the team has only gotten worse every year. Yeah, you know they had that one season where they had the chance to blow up, and they're, then they literally blow up and they're dying. They're really not good. They're really they're not. not good. And Kyler Murray, I don't think he deserved the deal. You know how big on Kyler I am, man. Even though he know. looks like a squid billy. <laughs> He like, he he's one of the exceptions I have. He's he's really good, man. Uh, I like Kyler. I'm a big. There's a lot guy. of picks. But... I mean, yeah, so does everyone. Yeah. For, unless your name is Aaron Rodgers. Unless your name is Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Well, uh, score prediction. Chiefs, but they don't have any receiver. They've fallen off a cliff too. I think their receiving core is better than people give it credit for. I'm gonna be honest. Well, that's why I got Juju on my fantasy team. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He needs somebody to throw the ball to. But they also said they're doing a wide receiver rotational. Well, of course. Yeah. They don't have Tyreek Hill to do everything anymore. <laughs> they have Travis Kelsey to do everything. Yeah. I got him on but fantasy. But he's also like 90 years old. He's 33 this year. No, he's 34. Really? 34. Well, I don't think that even – he's just gotten better every year. Yeah. So. I don't remember him getting drafted. I, th- I think Chiefs win it 28-17. to 17. I think the Chiefs win it – because it is Patrick Mahomes. I think uh-huh. they win it 35-4. to four. 14. Okay. Pretty I don't think the Cardinals are going to put up that much. Maybe 13. James Conner scores both the touchdowns. I think James Conner's the most overrated running back in the league. Well, yeah, I Other think he's going to fall off. Yeah. But um Buccaneers Cowboys Sunday night. Re- repeat from week 1 Sunday night last year. Should I should we do the same thing? I watched that Dillo Den last year. Should we do it again this year? What? Cowboys Bucks. Bucks? Yeah. I don't know. We can, but what do you think? What do you think about this game? I think it'll be a good game, like it was last year. I think it might be the same exact thing as it was last year. One of these teams yeah. is going to win on a game-winning drive, and I think it's the Cowboys. I actually think the Cowboys win this year too. I have the Bucks falling off a little bit this year. I mean, I do too. But again, Tom Brady. I told this to everyone. Yeah, it's Tom. I, the the best moment I've ever had with Tom Brady is not him beating my team in the Super Bowl and me watching it live. I was watching it with a group of girls who knew nothing about football. <laughs> the Buccaneers were playing the Jets. Yeah. And they were down 17 points going into the first Oh, quarter. yeah, last <laughs> And I can remember it clear as day. One of the girls said, can we turn the game off? The Jets win. And I looked at her and said, it is Tom Brady. You do not understand. Yeah. And then they 40, fucking win. 45-yard bomb to Jenny yeah. Mickens and down then, the sideline. And line. then just as I called it, they fucking win. Yeah. 
Oh yeah. I will never forget that one my, moment. My, in my, my favorite Tom Brady moment I've ever had is similar to yours. So I was watching the Super Bowl against the Falcons. Oh yeah. And halftime was over. Okay. Yeah. Halftime was twenty eight three. Okay. Okay. And my stepbrother Zach. Texans just scored. That oh hell yeah let's go boys. Why are you a Texans fan? It's not the Texans, bro. It's the Rangers. Rangers. Who cares? I love the Rangers. They're the Jags of the MLB. Yeah, fuck you. I love the Rangers, bro. My boy Simeon, bro, getting it done. Shit. Missile launcher. We're playing our backups. Anyways. No, they aren't. Our backup pitchers, yeah. Whatever, bro. They play multiple pitchers every inning. Verlander's not playing this game at all. Verlander hasn't played in months. Yeah. He's been injured. They got Valdez, though. Whatever. That's enough. We're talking about NFL. We got the big unit pitching. What was I saying? Oh, yeah, my favorite Tom Brady moment. So, so Zach says, he goes, bro, I will bet you right now 20 bucks that the Falcons score like two more touchdowns and seal this thing. I said, okay. I'll <laughs> bet you the Patriots win. Damn. And he, I'm not even kidding. I'm not just saying this because of the 28-3 meme. This actually happened. And he said, bro, Tom Bra- same thing everybody's been saying to me. Tom Brady and Bill Belichick are done. And this is in 2017. Yeah, everybody's They're like, that. oh, they're done, bro. It's over. Yeah, yeah bullshit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tom, you, we all know what happened. Tom Brady win. And Zach did never paid me the 20 bucks. He's like, whatever, bro. I was just kidding. Yeah, what, You're so dumb. Yeah, because he doesn't give a fuck about football. But whatever. Zach, I hope you listen to this podcast because that was a fun night, fella. I miss you. But, um... Monday night, Monday night football. This is probably the worst Monday night game you could ever schedule for week one. Well, they did it purely because of Russell. Yeah, I know. Broncos, Seahawks. I mean, I'm going to be real with you, dude. Seahawks went in by 40. (laughs) No. Broncos went in by, I'm going to say Broncos win 32 to like 7. They'd be lucky if they touched like the red zone, the Seahawks. Yeah. I think the one touchdown the Seahawks get is kind of a, you know, a garbage time, like, you know. I wouldn't even say that. I think they just one garbage time go route to DK and he, like, catches it over a corner or something. I mean, I hope I have him starting. But <laughs> why would you I, do that? I don't know. I have I have Devontae Smith just sitting. So, I'd start Devontae Smith against the Lions over DK yeah. against the Broncos. So, uh, yeah, he's going against Pat Sertain. Um <laughs> I think, yeah, I might change that, actually. Yeah. Uh but it's DK. Fuck. I don't know why you, why anybody. I think the Broncos DK. win like forty five to nine. It, it's gonna be bad. <laughs> like it's gonna be. They're gonna bad. get redemption for that Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. What was that score? 48 it was forty eight to, to uh, six. To six? Yeah. yeah, that's the score. Flipped. <laughs> it's a different story this time, bro. Russ is coming to town with a different band of bros. Dude, the first six weeks, I'm calling Broncos to win because you know how Russell Wilson is. He, oh, yeah, he's a crazy motherfucker weeks, the first six weeks. And then he falls off a fucking cliff. Shh. Dies. No, not a single MVP vote. I kind of understand why, though. Why? Because of the six-week thing? Just everybody else was so much better than in yeah. those seasons. Well, that wraps up NFL Week 1. I'm hyped! Me too, bro. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night is going to be a good one. All right, we're going to get into some college ball to end off the show for y'all. Okay, college football time. Week 2, baby. 
I get kind of sad, honestly, because I'm like, dang, it's already this is already the third week of college football. Yeah, it's kind of like I don't want it to go by this fast. I really enjoy it. Well, Texas is about to go by really fast because somebody's coming for them this weekend. Mm. Are we going to go to that? We're going to. We're going. Oh, we are going to the college game day. Yeah. Big noon kickoff. Fox is going to be here. Kirk Herbstreet, Reggie Bush, Pat McAfee. No Lee Corso, sadly. That's (laughs) the main reason I wanted to go. But you know what? Our boy Pat McAfee is going to be there. And our podcast is better than his. That's all right. But we're still going to get to see him. And I'll get to talk to him about that. I'll have a word with him about that. Oh, yeah. That's all I'm going to stop. I'm going to tell him, listen. He's, he's taking a four-month break from WWE. Yeah, because he's on college yeah. game day now, bro. I don't blame him. I mean, that's fucking awesome. It's just another thing to add to his resume. We hope to get to Pat McAfee's level. Congrats, Pat. Congrats, congrats, Pat. Um, but you know what? I can get sad. I shouldn't because college football is here. It's better than ever. And I have my four spotlight games, as I will have for the rest of the year for y'all, starting off with number one Alabama coming to DKR in Austin, Texas, to play our Texas Longhorns. I don't know how badly we're going to get beat, but I can guarantee you, you will not be happy. Well, let let me tell you this. The airhead spread is 20 points. Oh, you get a lot of airheads. That's not a very big spread. That's I mean, like, it's still damn near three touchdowns. You think Texas will keep it between three touchdowns? No. I think so. You're I think so. You're going to put your airheads on that. I'm not putting any airheads or Jolly Ranchers or Rolos or Milky Ways or Almond Joys or Snickers on that game, okay? Damn. But damn. if Texas does keep between that, because I want to enjoy watching this game. I you have won't. A, I have a... I have an eight-game Laffy Taffy parlay going on, okay? So we're banking on that. Not really. Only ten Jolly Ranchers down on that one. Okay. Okay? But... So you're just throwing away ten Jolly Ranchers? No, 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 no. Like you threw away my Thomas Davis jersey. Whatever, bro. Get out of here. (laughs) That's enough. I was actually at the Texas game last week where we beat the brakes off of ULM. That was a fun-ass time, man. Can you name one player off of ULM? Yeah, Seth Mason, Optus' oh, friend that we went to go see play. Can you name one player who's ever played for ULM? No. No. But we beat them very bad. The game was full. Yeah. Full for a week one game. Awesome atmosphere. My first Texas game in a while since I was a kid. It was awesome to go see the Horns play. Um, we will be at the game day early in the morning, and fuck, we'll probably stick around. We should probably t- go earlier so we can get front row, eh? 7 a.m. is pretty early, dude. How early is it? It starts start? at 8. Do we want to, yeah, we want to get there exactly at like 7, 10. 7, we might want to get there at like 6. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Okay. But we're, we're going to be drinking pretty early. Yeah. <laughs> we'll bring it cooler. cooler. If the, hopefully, no, the, you're not allowed cooler. It's on the lawn. Oh, it is? It's a tailgate event. It's on the LBJ lawn. Let's we hope our Uber. some of my frat brothers, man. I'd... Hell yeah, that'd be awesome. But yeah, we're, uh, we're going. It's going to be sweet. But enough about what we're going to be doing. What do you think the game is going to look like? Uh, massacre. Score prediction? Columbine. <laughs> Are we allowed to say that on here? Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Fuck it. Columbia. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, same thing. Okay, I'm be honest. Alabama, 45 to 33. Alabama wins? Yeah. Texas gets the upset. Unra- uh. Un. 
not non-rated Texas gets an upset over number one Alabama. As much as I'd love to see that happen, and if it did, there was can you imagine Quinn Ewers parade in the streets? We're gonna tear down buildings like BLM. Yeah. Did. Oh yeah. No, but. it'll be worse than when BLM came through Austin. <laughs> it'll be worse. And this time it'll just be a bunch of drunk white people wearing burnt orange. <laughs> Wearing cowboy hats. Yeah. There'll be like fuck. There'll be like a fucking corral of cattle in the streets or something, dude. Ford F one fifties everywhere. Yeah. It's gonna be a wild scene, but not really. Alabama's gonna take it. Um, I love Texas. We're not that good yet. Uh, I just hope that Quinn Ewers has a good game and we keep it within that airhead spread of twenty. That'd be awesome. Um, next spotlight game that we have here is. Number 24, Tennessee versus 17, Pitt. Uh, this is a good one because it's two ranked teams playing. I think Tennessee wins. Me too. Pitt came off of a big win last Thursday against West Virginia. Fuck you, West Virginia. <laughs> God damn it. Um, I think Tennessee wins by 10 to 13 points. Uh, SEC team is just going to dominate an ACC team. Yeah. Let's be honest. Uh, Caden Slovis is going to have a tough game. Hendon Hooker going to throw for at least two touchdowns. I think Tennessee takes it, uh, holding SEC strong in that one. Should be a fun one, though. That's at a 2.30, afternoon game. Next one we have... Tech versus Nebraska? No, no, no. The next one I have is Stanford versus USC. Ooh. Now, I actually... USC is good, number 10 in the country right now, okay? They moved up on the AP poll after being rice Did Mark Sanchez come back? No, Caleb Williams is a starter. Lincoln Riley's the coach. They left Oklahoma. Did Sam Darnold Tennessee. come back? No. Caleb Williams has got this, bro. Um, I think this game is actually going to be close. They played Rice last week, and mm-hmm. we got to see what USC was made of. Uh, I think Stanford keeps this within a field goal. I'm be honest. Damn. Yeah. I don't. I think they keep it close. From what I've seen of USC this year, they look fucking good. They, they do. I think they could easily make the college football playoff. But that doesn't mean there's not going to be some tough games down the road for them. And I think this is a big Pac-12 rivalry, an interstate rivalry. Uh, Stanford keeps it close. It's in It's in Stanford, too. That doesn't matter. Eh, home field advantage is in huge college in college, football, bro. Yeah. It's huge. I think Stanford is going to keep it close, but I think in the end USC will win. I think Caleb Williams is also going to have kind of a rough game. Too. Do you think Baylor and BYU will be game of the week? That is my next spotlight game. I love my BYU Cougars. I love them. And Baylor is number nine in the country, won the Big 12 last year. BYU is number 21. Baylor is seen as the underdog in this game, even though they're Damn. way higher than them. Yeah, because it's in Provo, and that's a tough crowd to play against. I've been to a game. It's All those awesome. Mormons. It's awesome. The atmosphere is electric, dude. Those Mormons get down for their football. <laughs> they do. But... I think Baylor shits on BYU. Really? Dude, I think I, I think they're going to win 35-21. That's not shitting on them. Bro. I mean, that's up there, bro. They win by 16, 14 points. They win by two touchdowns. I, I think Baylor is going to show that they, they deserve to be number nine. What about Zach Wilson, Taysom Hill, 2.0? Uh, Jarrett Hall? Yeah. I like Jarrett Hall, but I don't think he's going to. Kalani Sataki and Jarrett Hall, sorry, boys. I love, love my Cougars, but... I think Baylor's going to come in there and just mop the floor with y'all. Yeah. I'm being honest. It's it's going to be a tough one. And I was going to have that as one of my upset games, but I have two other upset games. So, my first one, University of Houston, ranked number 25 in the country, going to Lubbock to play Texas Tech. Houston looks good this year, dude. 
Yeah. Houston looks good. They just beat UTSA last week in a really close one. I think they beat Tech in another close one. I think this one up there, bro, 45-42 to is my score prediction. Jesus Christ. It's college football, man. Yeah. It's college football. I think this game is going to be super fun to watch. Um, I have you all on my Laffy Taffy Parlay, Houston. Y'all are underdogs. Please get it done for this fella. Please get it done. Man, he needs it. He needs his uh, his Laffy Taffy, man. Please. Please, I need the banana Laffy Taffy. Your retirement fund of Halloween candies on it. It is. It is. I could really use it, Houston. So go into Lubbock and get it done. My next upset game. Number 20, Kentucky versus 12, Florida. So, Florida is actually underdog in this game. Florida was unranked last week. And then they beat number 7, Utah. Damn. And fuck you, Utah. You lost me my Laffy Taffy parlay last week. That's the only game. How much Laffy Taffy's, man? (sighs) A good amount. (laughs) No, just 20. Just 20 Laffy Just 20 Laffy Taffy's. But, um, Florida... Listen, you jumped all the way to number 12. Will Levis is coming into town. He's a top NFL prospect, but so is Anthony Richardson. This is my game of the week. Oh, really? It's one of my underdog, or it's one of my sleeper upset games of the week. I think Florida is just going to keep getting better, dude. You I think, think Florida's they, good this year. I do. No bro. Kyle Pitts, no Trask. They don't need him, bro. AR-15, Anthony oh. Richardson, he's the man, dude. I think Anthony Richardson... Has an amazing game. His first game against an SEC opponent this year. I think Florida wins, again, I'm going to say 35-31. to 31. 31, that's a weird score number. It's a four touchdowns and field goal. Yeah. So, I think Florida wins. I think they win, and I think they win fashionably, too. I think it's going to be a hard-fought game. This is a 6 p.m. game, so hell yeah. We're, I'm going to be watching this one for sure Saturday, Saturday evening. Yeah. This is... Man, we have a good slate. A couple other games that y'all should tune into. We have Washington State and Wisconsin, Texas A&M, App State. App State kept it close with UNC last week. Let's see what Texas A&M could do. Clemson versus Fumon? Furman? Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's really a game everybody wants to watch. Uh, Miami versus Southern Miss. Vanderbilt versus Wake Forest. Yeah, Wake Forest is going to fuck Vanderbilt. Dude. How is Vanderbilt still in the... I, I don't know how they still have a football program. <laughs> I don't know how they're still in the SEC. They beat they beat Hawaii week one. Oh, they won last week too. I forget who who they beat last week. I don't even know. And then South Carolina and Arkansas. How is South be, Carolina not ranked? Not a very good recruiting class compared to the rest of the SEC. I thought they were South Carolina was pretty fucking good. They were for a little bit. They've kind of fallen off. I don't off. know why you would voluntarily go to South Carolina like <laughs> as a state, but. Arkansas is really good this year, too. Yeah. Arkansas, Arkansas was good last year. Beat Cincinnati Their basketball week, program dude. was good last year, too. Yeah, Arkansas. I mean, hey. So, those are my spotlight games, my sleeper games. Um, pretty short segment for college football. But, hey, man, have a good time. We're here. First weekend with college yeah. and NFL. Up ah, yeah. We made it. We made it. God damn. I'm going to cry. I'm a cry. I, I'm so happy. I love football, football so back. much. We're I not love. going to the river. Oh, we aren't doing shit. <laughs> We're literally going to be here or my apartment on Sunday, not moving <laughs> unless the pizza gets there. <laughs> I we promise. need another brewski. Oh, that's it. That's it. I'm we, thinking about buying a mini fridge for my living room so I don't have so to walk the extra there. six feet to the fridge in my kitchen. <laughs> God damn. Ultimate fat ass. Yep. What a weekend it's going to be. College game day than football the for the rest. 
Yeah, R.I.P. the girlfriends. Oh, yeah. But you know, it's okay. It's okay. Shay, I'm still gonna still gonna see you this weekend. We're still gonna do something. I promise. But I won't. <laughs> Here's to it, boys. Football. Football. Adios and God bless. Have a great weekend.